<laughs> yeah, I'm back again for another session of that verbal cardio. <laughs> Episode three, man. I don't even know why I laugh at the top of the podcast, man. Just like <laughs> I don't know. I just like I just like setting it off with a laugh. <laughs> yeah, that wide mouth laugh for no reason, man. Just just laughing at life, just cause I'm alive. <laughs> cause you can't laugh when you're dead. Like whenever you go to a funeral, man, they be laid up in that casket with the straight face. You know what I'm saying? The no emotion emoji up in that casket. But if you like, <laughs> and that's how I want to be in my casket with the <laughs> face. Like, I want you to look in there and be like, man, Tony's still laughing, man. <laughs> Bless your soul. And you put something in my little. I don't want to be buried in the suit either, man. I'm not about that suit. Like, I didn't wear suits when I was alive. Don't bury me in one, man. I want to be in sweats and a wife beater in that casket. You feel me? Sweats and a wife beater in my casket and that <laughs> facial expression. So whoever whoever's handling my affairs when I pass, I want y'all to make that happen for my funeral. Because I want my funeral to crack, man. You know what I mean? I kinda I kinda want some Uno cards in my hand too. If y'all could if y'all can work that out, that would be great. That would be great if you could work that out, man. Anyway, man, we back. Another episode, man. This episode, I'm going to talk about the Grammys, Valentine's Day, and nerds versus fans. Okay, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. It's February 15th, the day after. The day after the carnage that was Valentine's Day. Fellas, did you make it through? Did you survive? Ladies, did you handle it? You know, was it the struggle? Was it a struggle? I don't know why I said that with an accent, but it just felt right in the moment. It felt right in the moment. Valentine's Day, yeah, I can do without Valentine's Day. I can, I'm going to be honest. I can do without Valentine's Day, man. It's not, it's just another day for me. But you know, you know me, man. I like to make people happy, you know what I mean? So, you know, how many of y'all have Valentine's? Did you have Valentine's? Did you want a Valentine? And then if did your Valentine represent? It's a lot of questions there, man. I want you to answer them too. Answer them on my uh, Instagram or my Facebook. Comedian Tony Baker on Facebook, and you know Tony Baker comedy on Instagram, man. Let me know about your Valentine's Day, how how it was and such. I worked, of course, I worked, man. I just worked on Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? That's what I do. I work. I get a job done, done. I work. We had a good show at uh, Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. Uh, me and my crew, Keenan Baker, Chaz Rogers, Brandon Lewis, Keon Poli, and D.C. Irvin. We had a show, man, and it was off the hook. Good turnout, man. People came out on Valentine's Day, man. I was I, I super appreciated, man. Praise God for that, man. People came out. They flowers was in. You know, they had the flowers, the chocolates. You know, the old shebang. And I feel like that's a good date spot, man. That's A, a comedy club is a good date spot, man. T fellas, take your lady to the comedy club, man. Because a, a woman that's laughing, man, laughing just feels good, man. And so she's in a good place and a good... Hopefully the show was good, you know. 
And then it, it just makes the day better. You know what I mean? Valentine's Day, man. Who thought of Cupid, man? Cupid flying around, just a diaper on. You know what I'm saying? Shooting people with arrows. It's quite violent. You get hit with the arrow of love by a baby. What does baby know about love? I know he's a product of the love. Maybe that's what it is. He's a product of two people in love. So now he's floating around hitting people with arrows to make sure there's more of him to go around. You get it? You know? Because, like, if you're in love, y'all y'all pretty much going to smash. Y'all going to smash, get it in raw. Y'all going to go raw eventually. If you're in love, you're going to go raw eventually. Raw smash. And then, bam, you got a baby. And then shooting arrows at people after that. Shooting darts at people. You know what I'm saying? Being single on Valentine's Day. I mean, it's just another day. It's just another day, man. People out here looking for love real tough. I'm not looking for love because I never lost it. <laughs> My love is life. You feel me? <laughs> You feel me, though? Do, do you feel me? Like, my love is life, man. I'm loving life right now. That's my love, man. I like the freedom. I like the freedom of singleness. Like, I like I like being free and single. I don't know, you know. Maybe that'll pass. I don't know. I don't, I don't like having to check in. I don't like having to, you know. I like just to, just to do what I want to do. Say what I want to say. And that's what you can do when you're single, man. You can just, you can just do whatever. And a lot of people probably be like, eh, that's selfish. Yeah, that's selfish. I'm just saying I just like to just be free. Freedom is life for me. Freedom is life. And you be like, oh, well, if you're in a good relationship, you shouldn't feel trapped or confined. But that's what naturally happens when you're in a relationship. You really got to think about the other person. So that, that freedom lessens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things too. And I'm not knocking, you know, relationships at all. I'm not I'm just saying some of the freedom gets taken away when you're in a relationship. Like you gotta be mindful of what you say now. You gotta be mindful of what you do. You gotta you gotta do a lot of things. You gotta you gotta check in, you gotta do this, that, and the third. And like you don't have to do that when you're single. And um, you know. So the freedom lessons, in my opinion, that's just my opinion, though. You know, some of y'all can be like, it doesn't feel like I lost freedom because I like chicken and I like shark. Uh, all that, you know, I don't know. But for me, I like I like the freedom of it, man. It's a good time. Somebody blowing my phone up. Sorry. Sorry that y'all heard that. And you know, you know, it's time to take that swig. Mm. There you go. I feel like a lot of people just rush love. They're looking for love hard, man. Like, you know, you ever see somebody just, just get out of a relationship and then they scrambling for the next one. They're like, oh, 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 just be by yourself. Be by yourself. Love yourself. I know a lot of people say that on social media and this and that. It's kind of cliched at this point, but it's actual fact, man. You got to love yourself before you expect anybody else to come in and do the loving, man. Love yourself first. Be like, yo. I love my, like, I love myself. Like, I would hang out with myself. <laughs> I would hang out with Tone, man. And hopefully Tone would hang out with me, man. I don't know. I might get on his nerves, man. I don't know. Because Tone is easily annoyed. He's easily annoyed. So I know, you know, I know how he gets down. But, uh, you know, but I love myself. I'm loving life right now, man. My dad, I talked to my dad yesterday on Valentine's Day. I talked to my mom and my dad. They've been uh, divorced my whole life. So I got to make two separate calls. But uh, 
My dad asked me, how you doing? How you doing, son? And I was like, man, dad, I'm happy right now, man. Like, I'm I'm feeling good, man. My sons are just they're great, great kids, man. I look at my kids with a lot of pride. I just be like, man, y'all some Y'all some good kids. Mind you, mind you, they got work to do, of course. They got work to do. You know, I'll be on my son about getting stuff done because, you know, he worries me because I feel like he can't handle it on his own. He's 14. I guess he's not supposed to be handling it on his own, but I still feel like, uh, you know, he's a little younger than his age. Like, come on, man. Responsibility. Like, my youngest son is the guy you always got to tell to do everything. There's no initiative. There's no initiative to get stuff done. There's no initiative to clean the table when he's done eating. There's no initiative just to take the trash out or do the dishes on his own steam. There's no initiative, man. Even I'd be like, man, did you shower today? He'd be like, man, man, get in the shower, man. I still got to tell him. Me and his mom still got to tell him, man. And I've been that kid. I've been that guy. I was that guy. Like, I was the dirtiest kid of all time, man. Like, you had to tell me to get in the tub. Cause I, I didn't like, but once I got in the tub, I was in the bathtub for hours. Like you couldn't get me out, but it, you have to tell me to get in there. I'm not just going to be like, Hey, 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 mom, can I have a bath? No, you had to tone and get in the bath. Oh yeah. I don't smell nothing. If I didn't smell nothing, I thought I was fresh McGee. Never mind the fact it's been days since I've bathed. Uh, I'd still be like, I don't smell nothing. Meanwhile, everybody else would be like, this little boy stank. It took a, it took, I think, I think every boy goes through that just little crusty phase where we just stay crusty. We don't care about bathing, man. Like you got to tell, and so, unfortunately, some men are like this. They be just out here on the streets stanking. But like, you get to a certain point where you start getting in on this bathe life. And the, you know, it usually takes a girl to get us there. And that's what happened to me. Cause I used to be crusty. McGee out here, man. I was filth. I remember one summer, man, I went days without a bath. I was like, damn, man. I'm just, and I was like 13, 14. I was like, man, I don't smell nothing, man. Let's rock. Let's do this. Meanwhile, I'm out here smelling like a corpse because nobody said anything. But then it took that one girl, that one girl at school to be like, you smell like booty. And I was like, oh, Shit is real. Shit is real. <laughs> okay. Shit is real out here. Let me start bathing. So I started bathing after that, man. Getting this, I was in on this shower life. Tough. Tough, man. Tough shower life, man. I remember we lived in an apartment that didn't have a shower. When we lived on 75th. If you're familiar with Chicago, when we lived on 75th in Calumet, we just had a tub in there, man. So, I was, you know, you could only take a bath. I hate baths because you're sitting in your own filth. You got the ring around the tub, man. Ah, I'm about that shower life. But once a girl, once a girl made a comment, I was showers McGirt after that. I was bathing, taking showers, skinny dipping in Lake Minnetonka. I was purifying myself in Lake Minnetonka after that. It took a girl. It, t- it takes a woman to make a man. You feel me? If that makes any sense at all. That's that's when it hit home. That's when it hit home. Like, yo, I need to get in on this bathing life, man. But even even still, like, you know, some people don't bathe right. Some people really, some people really don't wash their asses. 
You got to wash your ass, too. You got to get the wash. That's why I understand how people bathe with no washcloth. I'm like, how are you getting that ass? How are you getting that ass, man? Because you got to get in there. You got to get in there. There's people out here taking dumps and doing the dry wipe. You 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 got a crusty, smelly booty still. Because if it ain't wet, it ain't clean. See, now, now I'm a bathing kind of sewer now. You know what I'm saying? I get the cloth. I get in there. You got to get in there. You got to dig in, man. Because your booty be sweating. You be out here. That's why I look at comedians, man. They'll take a dump before they perform. I'm like, how are you doing this? I have to take a full shower after a dump. Or at least at the very minimum have wet wipes or something. You can't just, ew. I don't know, man. I'm about that bathe life. I'm out here with it. Just bathing out here. Well, anyway, I don't even know how I even ended up on this topic. Man. I don't even know how I got here. I was talking about Valentine's Day. It was funny, man. Like uh, at the show last night, my son, my oldest son has a girlfriend. He's 16 years old. He has a girlfriend. And uh, so, you know, they went out. They went out for Valentine's Day. They went out to dinner and, you know, they were hanging out in Burbank. I live in Burbank. They live in Burbank. So, and the comedy club was in Burbank. So I was like, hey, man, what y'all doing? Like, you know, come to the show if uh, you and your girl not doing anything. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So they came through. A nice little a nice little cap off of their little romantic night to see a comedy show. See his dad do his thing on stage. Hopefully he laughed. But, uh, yeah, so I was like. Come to the show. And then they came through, man. They sat up there and enjoyed the whole show. And I was just like, man, dog. Like, my son got a girl. Like, took it, taking her out for Valentine's Day. And you know, it's like it's like his girl is my girl because I'm paying for his dates. So, it's like, you know, that little gift he got her, you know. I had to, I had to put in on that. I'm like, man, that's shoot. So, I'm like, all right, man. I'm glad y'all had a good time. I'm glad y'all had a good time, man. It's just crazy to see that. Like, because I remember when he was fresh out the oven, man. Now he got a girl. I'm like, oh, man, man. I ain't ready to be no granddaddy. All right? Let's get that first and foremost. I ain't ready to be a granddaddy. Just keep that in mind. I just be randomly saying that now. Yeah, man, how was school today? Yeah, dad, uh, we had a quiz. I ain't ready to be no granddad. All right? All right, dad, man. All right, I'm just saying. So what was you saying? But yeah, man, Valentine's Day. I still forgot what I was talking about, how I ended up on bathing, like showers, bathing. My son, you got to tell him. I'll be looking at my kids. With pro- oh, yeah, 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 my dad. My dad asked how I was doing. I told him I'm in a really good space, man. I, I feel good. You know, uh, I'm feeling optimistic about the future. Like, you know, I'm loving I'm loving my career path. I'm loving what I do. And I'm just like, Dad, I'm really happy right now. The kids are the kids are in good health, good spirits. You know, their mom is good. You know, it's just, yo, that's what's up, man. So I told him, man, I was like, yeah, yeah, we doing good, Dad. We out here, man. I need to see my dad. He lives in Chicago, man. I need to go out there this year. I want to go this year. I want to take the boys, too. My sons have never been to Chicago. I want to take them. Uh, we got to hit up when I go out there, we got to hit up some pizza. I got to take them to my favorite pizza spot. Lou Malnati's is my favorite pizza. Um, 
Gotta hit up the Shed Aquarium, the Adler Planetarium, man, the Museum of Science and Industry. These are the spots I love going to growing up in Chicago, man. And I know, you know, it wasn't cool to like that. You know, I grew up, you know, in, in an environment where the kids frowned upon that. Oh, you like museums and shit. Oh, you into astronomy, man. Look at this nerdy ass. I was like, man. So what, I'm supposed to just be into Nikes and gangs? Man, fuck all that, man. How about that? I, I wish I had my adult mentality in my child mind back then. I would have I dusted people off, man. I'd be like, so what, man? I like what I like. What, what you going to do about it? Well, you know, then, you know, you're insecure. You're trying to fit in. You want people to like you. Now nah, I don't care. Now nah, I don't care. Man. I'd be like, yeah, I like the planetarium. I like to know how big Saturn is compared to Earth. What you going to do? Talk about the GDs, the folks, the people. You know, that's what you going to do. You going to turn your head to the right, to the left. That's good. That's good for you. But, you know, I want to know about this astronomy, this science and industry. You feel me, though? Chicago, man. But, yeah, man. And I hate that whole, I hate the whole nerd geek type flow because i feel like it's just whack man it's just another way to label people man that's why i don't like all right the other day on snapchat i uh i posted a video of me going through my comic book collection and you know i was showing people the comic books i had you know stuff like that because i you know i've read comic books since i was a kid my oldest brother had a huge collection and i used to sneak into his room and read his comic books he'd be like hey man don't be in here in my comics while I'm not here. Cause you know, he took care of his comic books, you know what I'm saying? So he didn't want me being rough with him and stuff like that. So, but I would sneak into his room. I would go in there when he was gone. He was always gone. So I was in there. I remember one day I was in his comic book collection. Tough. Like I was, I was balls deep in his collection one day, just had them all over the bed. I was just reading them. And then he came home earlier than expected. And I scrambled. I panicked. I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. He going to kill me. I scrambled. I was like, Mom, take the rap for me. Say you was in his room just cleaning up his closet. And you had the comic books all over the place. He going to kill me. I panicked, man. And then I remember I hid outside, too. Like, he came mm -hmm. home. And then I was just outside for no. I didn't even have. My, my friends weren't even outside. I was just standing outside, just literally standing. And then he came out there. What you doing? Oh, I'm just out here. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to snatch me up about the comic books. He didn't say, he never said anything. I was like, whew, dodge that bullet. But man, man. And so I came, I came up on comics and like, you know, one girl commented and she meant no harm when she sent the comment, but she was like, oh, you're a nerd. Cool. And I was like, fuck all that. I, I, why I got to be a nerd? Cause I like comic books, man. Why I got to be, nerds mcgee just because i like comic books i'm like no nah, i don't like that i don't like that language man nerd that's not that's not a real that's not a compliment out here here's the definition of a nerd a nerd is defined as a foolish or contemptible person who lacks social skills or is boringly studious that's one of the definitions of a nerd that's one of the main ones that come up i'm like yo that doesn't sound like me at all you know what I mean? Also, so some people call them comic book geeks, Star Trek geeks. That's another kind of negative joint. 
A geek is defined as an unfashionable or socially inept person. Engages in, well, this is a verb form, engage in or discuss computer-related tasks obsessively and with great attention to technical detail. Okay, so here's my whole problem. If I like comic books, if I like, you know, uh, role-playing games and stuff like that, I'm considered a nerd, a geek. Yeah, you, oh, you, you a nerd, you a geek, you into that comic book stuff, you into that. But sports people, they just get called fans, but they just as nerdy as we are. Like if you obsess about one particular thing, doesn't that qualify you underneath the nerd geek definition? I mean, if we go on by the definition, you know, another another definition of nerd is a single minded expert in a particular technical field. How about a particular field? Like, you ever hear sports people talk? They nerdy about it. Like, they nerds, too. Sports fans are nerds. Straight up, man. We we get labeled nerds because we at Comic-Con. You know, I'm at Comic-Con dressed up as Storm, and I'm a nerd. But you can go to the Minnesota Vikings game dressed up like a Viking, and you just a fan. Fuck all that. You nerds, too. You ever hear people talk about sports? Yeah, actually, he had 38.6 points uh, for the whole season, man. He, his average was incredible, man. He actually went to uh, the same high school. They sound just as nerdy, man. Listen to sports people talk. Actually, man, he was he was better in college, man. He had 21 points a game, and, uh, you know, ever since he went to the Minnesota Timberwolves, his stats went down. That's some nerdy shit, man. So y'all are sports nerds as well. Let me dress up like Storm. And be not labeled a nerd or a geek about it, man. Because y'all geeky, man. Sports people are just nuts. They had the game painted, body painted, shirtless in 30-degree weather. And y'all not nerds? Man, get the fuck out of here. Y'all nerds too, man. The nerdiness. Yeah, he actually went to that college. And, uh, you know, that college breeds success. I'm like, man, shut y'all nerdy asses up. Meanwhile, we nerds and geeks, but comic books is cracking too. It ain't no, it ain't like it's only a select few people into this. Deadpool made $150 million the first four days of release. I think the nerds is winning, man. We out here, man. We are out here. That's just the first weekend. And you know, basketball movies, football movies, they don't always do numbers at the box office. They usually tap out 50, 60, 70 million. I think one of the highest sports grossing movies was Remember the Titans, and that made over 120 mil, I think. And that's on the strength of Denzel Washington. So it's like, yo, these nerds is winning, okay? The Avengers made over a billion dollars at the box office worldwide. And Iron Man did too. And the second Avengers. So, hey, man, y'all need to watch your mouths because these comic book geeks and nerds is out here killing it. You feel me? We are out here, man. Change the language. Change the language. Also, um, that's just my little rant on that, man. You sports nerds getting on my nerves. Because y'all think y'all so cool. Y'all think y'all so cool. Even in school, man. All oh, the athletes, they're the cool ones. With this guy over here drawing pictures of stuff, just creating characters and drawing them. Well, guess what? He's paid now. A lot of these athletes that you thought was cool in school, they couldn't make it to the big leagues. They couldn't make it to the NBA. They didn't make it to the NFL. So, you know, they, they tapped out. They went to college and now they doing regular ass jobs. They selling cars. They selling insurance. 
they stocking shelves. And the nerds, meanwhile, getting that bread. You feel me? Let me let me get in on this nerd life. This geek life, if you will. Because being cool has a shelf life. You feel that? So I'm just like, hey, man, change the language. Change the language. Y'all sports nerds, too. And I can get nerdy about sports as well, but I generally just care about my teams. Like, I don't really get in the, I don't care about your college stats. Uh, you know, once you come to my team, that's when I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, Derrick Rose, yeah. But I wasn't following him since high school. I wasn't doing that. I was just, I didn't know who he was till he came over. Just come to our team, then, I, then I'll mess with you. Then I'll pay, I'll pay you some attention once you're on my team. Chicago teams all day, by the way. By the way, uh, also, man, the Grammys, man, the Grammys are uh, tonight, as a matter of fact, man. Kendrick Lamar is up against Taylor Swift for album of the year. Taylor Swift's 1989 album versus Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, man. They probably going to give it to Taylor Swift. And then Kanye going to come up there and be like, hey, man, Kendrick Lamar had the best album. I don't, you know, um. You know who I'm rooting for just on the strength of uh, I don't really listen to Taylor Swift like that. And I know for for a fact how good To Pimp a Butterfly was. Like, you know, critically acclaimed. Like, that's one of the best reviewed albums of the year. Just just the the level of production in that album is just incredible, man. A lot of people didn't really fuck with it like that, but I, I dug it, man. I thought it was a super impressive album. The cohesion of the production and just how he flowed and just like the changes he made, and all that that was the pure that was pure artistry at its best in hip hop. Like that transcended the genre. It wasn't just beats and rhymes. It was just like, yo, this is something else. And so I definitely hope Kendrick wins. They probably gonna give it to Taylor, but who knows? Like, and that's the thing I don't like about the Grammys, man. The Grammys got on my nerves ever since Wu Tang Forever lost to Puff Daddy's No Way Out. Now, mind you, Puff Daddy's No Way Out album was dope. Like, I rotated the crap out of it, but Wu Tang Forever, man, it was just, it was just. That's the album I still listen to. I don't listen to No Way Out anymore. I still go back to Wu-Tang Forever. Triumph alone should have got that album best rap album Grammy. Have you heard Triumph? That's one of the best songs ever made. You feel me? So I, I definitely feel like, yo, ever since the Grammys did that, I'm like, the Grammys, with the Grammys with the rap category, they always give it to the rap album that sold the most records. And I hate that. I hate that. When Kendrick Lamar lost to Macklemore last, the year before last, or was it last year? I can't even remember. Either way, I was like, man, fuck. No. I mean, not, not that Macklemore had a bad album, but man, come on, the rap album? Come on, give Macklemore best new artist. Okay, but man, the rap album, man, that good kid, Mad City was dope. So they always they always do that with the rap category. Whoever sold the most, you get in this rap album Grammy. So usually Kanye West will get it, Eminem will get it. Like every time, it'd be like Eminem, Kanye, Eminem, Kanye, Eminem, Kanye, Drake, Eminem, Kanye. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, come on, man. So they're probably gonna do that again this year. I forget who's up for best rap album. I think J Cole is in the running. Kendrick Lamar, Drake. Um, 
So Kendrick Lamar is probably going to scoop that for sure. They probably going to give Kendrick Lamar best rap album so they can give Taylor Swift the best album of the year. I would love it if he got best rap album and best album of the year. Oh, in the dream for me, I would like J. Cole to get best rap album and Kendrick Lamar get album of the year. That would be super dope. I'd go to bed a happy man. But I'm not watching the Grammys, man. Fuck all that. Tired of these award shows now. Can't, I just can't do it no more, man. Shout out to LL Cool J for hosting it yet again, man. Me and Brandon Lewis were talking about this the other day. LL Cool J is working. You understand me? He's hosting the Grammys. He's hosting the lip sync battle. He's been a regular on NCIS Los Angeles. They probably on like season four or five by now, man. Dude is working. Shout out to him. And anybody listening, man, get me on the show as his brother. Let me be his long lost brother. I'm going to screw up. And I'm in one episode, and I get shot in the hips in the episode. Just let me get on there, man. Let me get on NCIS Los Angeles as LL Cool J's brother. What's up? Cast your boy. Anyway, people, man, uh, I just wanted to talk to you guys on this post-Valentine's Day podcast, man. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, until we meet again, man, short and sweet, Tony Baker Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, comedian Tony Baker on Facebook. Get at me. Let me know you listening. Let me know you like the podcast. Let me know what's going on, man. And I'm going to keep putting these out. Tony Baker, man. This is Verbal Cardio, man. Thanks for listening.